0: Welcome to the Live From Rest podcast, episode nine. The title for this session is The Battle for the Night is Fought in the Day. I'm Steve Smith, your host and the author of the Live From Rest app. Each week in this podcast, we take time to explore the ancient art of being. We host conversations, short talks, and reflections about how we can live from rest in a world full of busyness and distraction. So the fight for the night is fought in the day. This is about being prepared for life's difficulties. I suspect that most of our lives, maybe actually all of our lives, are punctuated by storms. And what this looks like will vary from person to person for some, It'll be anxieties, maybe about finances, relationships, perhaps work issues, maybe all of those things, maybe health challenges thrown in for someone else. There may be frustrations, irritations that cause uncontrolled anger. For me, the struggle is so often with the temptation just to feel overwhelmed. There is so much that I feel I need to do and just not enough hours to get that stuff done. All sorts of other things may bother us or torment us. Whether we like it or not, troubles are a part of life. And Jesus told us that that's the case in John chapter 16. Jesus says, in this world, you will have trouble, but fear not, I have overcome the world. Benjamin Franklin famously said that there are two certainties in life, death and taxes. So I'll add a third certainty, and that's trouble or tribulation, to use the word that is used in the King James Version of the Bible. In this world, you will have tribulation. So let's get back to the title, the fight for the night. This phrase came to me originally in relation to, to sleep. Sleep's been something that I've struggled with for a big part of my life, um, and but in recent years, I've made some significant discoveries which have really helped me. And um, in fact, I'd like to share those discoveries on another occasion, probably in a webinar, hopefully with Lucinda um, joining me, and we'll talk about good sleep for the believer. One, One of those discoveries, maybe a really important one, was that if I was gonna sleep well, I actually need to deal with the fight during the day. It's no good getting through the day and then battling anxious uh, thoughts when you're frazzled at three in the morning. It's no good just being busy and then trying to rationalize during the early hours of the morning. You have to contend for good sleep well before your head hits the pillow. And I believe that what applies to the mental storms that some of us face in the night also applies to any storm that we might have to face. I truly believe that recognizing the mental and the emotional battles that we all face at some time or other and preparing for them is a massive key to mental and emotional well being. What I'm saying is the best way to deal with the storm is to act before it hits. People need to prepare for real life tornadoes that are heading their way in advance of the tornado hitting them. And if we are gonna be free from the storms of negativity, whether it's the situations that make us, that lead us to being anxious, depressed or angry, whatever, we must make the most of opportunities that we have when metaphorically speaking, the sea and the skies are calm. I have a picture in my mind of an old sailing ship in the days of sail, a ship that's been through the storms in the open seas. It's been battered by waves, by wind and by rain. And it's now in the harbour. The winds have died down, the sky is blue, the sun is shining. And before the ship goes out again, it's absolutely vital that the crew take the opportunity to mend the torn sails, repair the masts and the rigging before going back to the ocean to face inevitable fresh storms. In the same way, if we're gonna weather the storms of our lives, which are just as inevitable, We have to take time, as it were, in the harbour. We need to take time to be repaired, to be strengthened before we go out again. Maybe we we just need to ask ourselves, am I seaworthy? So how do we practically prepare for the storm? Or go back, going back to the title, how do we take opportunities in the day to fight for the night? So here are some thoughts. And let me say here, I am not um, preaching as one who's got it all sewn up. I am very much preaching to myself in in this. The first thing I wanna say though is that we need to recognize the battle and actually understand that we are in a mental war zone so that we can prepare for it. Whether we like it or not, and some people don't like the idea, but it's a fact, we have a spiritual enemy and his main tactic is to upset us, to disturb our peace with lies and accusation. So Peter tells us in his first letter in in chapter five, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. The enemy is prowling around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. So if we aren't even aware of him, the likelihood is that he will in some way devour us. And having recognised that, we also need to understand that his main tactic is to lie. He lies and he accuses. In, in uh, the book of Revelation, the devil is described as the, ac- the accuser of the brethren. In John chapter eight, Jesus says of the devil, there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar, and the father of lies. So secondly, having recognised that the enemy is a liar, we should discern what lies we're actually tuning into so that we can then deal with them. So when we've recognised the battle, or perhaps we've reminded ourselves that that there's a battle, we can ask ourselves, what lies am I believing? What thoughts am I continually having that don't match up to what the what I read in the Bible. So if, for example, you're feeling useless, you're feeling unworthy, maybe you're feeling dirty, ask how does that match up with what Paul says in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. If you're feeling unloved, how does that match up with see what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God, as John writes. What I'm saying is recognise the lie and then find the truth and then simply hang out with the truth. Meditate on it. Chew it over. Chew over the truth that counters the lie that you're tempted to believe. Jesus said in John chapter 8, if you hold to my teaching, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free and this is such a powerful verse if you're feeling unloved meditate on verses in which God speaks of his love for all his children if you're feeling incapable say choose to believe the verse I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength so this is where I'll I'll bring in a plug for our app live from rest which is one of many ways you can take time to meditate on truth So if you haven't already got it, go to the App Store or to Google Play and download the app Live From Rest and try some of our meditations. Alongside the encouragement to meditate on truth, I want to bring us back to gratitude as a weapon for the battle, as as a preparation for the storm. And this is something that I considered in episode seven of our podcast. I'm, I'm truly excited by the whole thing about gratitude. Since doing the episode, since researching gratitude, I've started doing a gratitude journal. I've done one in the past, but now I'm seeking to take time twice a day and record five things for which I'm grateful. It's, it's, it's actually not easy to remember to do it every day and, and I haven't done it every day, but I have really found it very helpful and, and I really encourage you to have a go at doing that as well. Journal gratitude. It's so worthwhile. And one final suggestion for now, I mean, there's, there's so much more we could say about preparation for the storm, but another suggestion for now is to contend for Sabbath. Sabbath is such an important principle. It's it, There's a good reason for why one of the commandments is to remember the Sabbath. And whether it's on a daily basis, whether it's on a weekly basis, whether it's on an annual basis, we need to take time in our days, in our week, in our years, just to be still, to be rested. Josh, my son, led us in some discussions on Sabbath with episodes five and six of this podcast. I am so pleased that Shelley Miller, who wrote the book Rhythms of Rest, will be Will be giving us a interview, and we can talk to Shelley about rhythms of rest, establishing Sabbath in your life. It's it's a battle. It's something you have to contend for. It's something that you have to be intentional about. You have to you have to be disciplined to to make Sabbath a part of your life. But it's such an important principle. I'm on that journey, and I hope you will join me on that journey too. I loved a book by um, Francis Frangipane and I really recommend it to you. It was originally called Stronghold of God, and then it was renamed Shelter of the Most High. I was really inspired by the concept that came out of that book, that closeness to God brings us into a shelter, a place of protection, a high tower, if you like, where we're safe and protected from anything that the enemy can throw at us. If our minds are full of how, much God loves us, With they're full of truth. If we're living from rest, if we're practising gratitude, we will be safe from the storm. In fact, we might not even notice the storm. So that's enough for now. Thank you so much for joining us. Please do keep in touch. Feel free to write to us at hello at livefromrest.com or visit our website livefromrest.com do please put in your diary Thursday the 7th of November when Lucinda will be doing a webinar, a free webinar on identity. We'll be, we'll be um, next week sending an email on how to book in for that. That will take place um, on the 7th of November at 8 p.m. GMT, Greenwich Mean Time, which is 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you're enjoying these podcasts, do please share them on social media and consider rating or reviewing us. Thank you so much for joining me now. We really look forward to being with you next week. Thank you and bye for now.